The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. Do you want your money to dream big? Do you want your money to be a total self-starter? Are you annoyed that your money doesn't work hard enough? Don't worry. Betterment is here to help. Betterment is the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Their automated technology is built to help maximize returns, meaning when you invest with Betterment, your money can auto-adjust as you get closer to your goal, rebalance if your portfolio gets too far out of line, and your dividends are automatically reinvested. That can increase the potential for compound returns. In other words, your money is breaking a sweat, while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Thursday, September 14th, and we are here trying to help you make better financial decisions. Not the best, the best is like a really high bar. And I don't know, like we're just, we're human beings. We don't need to optimize our lives. I always find that a little bit annoying when people are like, oh, I have to have this or the most important diet or the least amount of weight or the, 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 the. it's a lot of pressure. So maybe we could take the pressure off you and say, we want you to just feel like more in control of your financial life. We want you to feel like you're making better decisions. And if you're at a crossroads or you're making a big change, just go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button and tell us what's going on. If you want to join us on the air, just check that box and we'll get you on the air. While you're on the website, you can check out our other shows. You can check out the blog. Oh, Mark, I forgot to send you all those blogs. I'll do that this afternoon for sure. You can also check out videos, resources, so much there. And please do sign up for the free weekly newsletter. As always, if you've got a little extra cash to spend, you can buy the book, The Great Money Reset, and you can subscribe to our new service called Jill on Money Live. Access to quarterly live webinars and more bonus content. Right now, let's get going. Let's talk to Heather, who's on the line from Minnesota. Hi, Heather. What's going on? Hello. Thanks for, for taking my call today. I am recently divorced. I got, well, not that recently. I got divorced um, in 2022. So about a year and a half ago now, and my situation has changed drastically, as you can imagine. I went from a double income, kind of no kids to, to just me, still no kids. But I'm just wondering, you know, if I'm on track and, and um, how I can kind of ease my mind in terms of, you know, spending my money that, that, I, that I have and, and continue to make, but just looking for some guidance around that. Okay. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, Heather. For example, uh, how old are you? I'm 52. I um, live here in... Minnesota. 
I'm fully employed. I own a townhome. Okay, hold on. We're going to go. I'm writing down very fast because you're a nice, fast talker. You don't sound like a Minnesota person. Nice kind of cadence, slow down. No, you're ready to rock and roll. So let's start. 52-year-old Heather, how much do you earn? Um, I make about 110 a year, depending on bonuses, but right around there. Okay, great. And are you making retirement plan contributions right now? Yes. Tell me about that. So I, um, when my husband and I were together, we were maxing out all of our retirement accounts and, and all of that. Now that it's just me, I've slowed it down to 6% contribution to my 401k, which is what my company matches. How and much is in there? My work 401k, which I haven't been at too long, is like 200000 207. I just checked this morning. Okay. And do you have other retirement assets held elsewhere? I do. I have um, about 470 in um, two Prudential annuities. Were those purchased with rollover dollars or are they non-qualified annuities? Did you use an after-tax dollar and put the money into them? After I got divorced, my my, uh, cousin, and I love him, he works for Prudential. He suggested this annuity product for me. One is my Roth IRA that I had been making contributions to for quite a while. Uh And then my other one, uh, I formerly worked for a company that had a, um, gosh, what's that word where you get money, not, not your retirement, but the pension, uh, yeah, there you go, pension. Uh-huh. and they had us roll it over. And so that second one was that rollover from my pension. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think one of each, if, if I, if I understand yes. it correctly. Mm-hmm. Well, one is a Roth and one is a rollover IRA. The pension was, uh, wasn't taxed in other words yet. None of that money got taxed, right? Right. Okay, got it. How much is in the Roth? So it's four seventy total. How much is in each of those? So let's do the Roth first. Yep. So the Roth is about a hundred and seven. Mm-hmm. And the rest is and the rest the, is uh, the one. Yep. Got the it. One. Okay, mm-hmm. got it. And is your cousin who you love managing <laughs> these for you, or yes. just like sold it to you and moved on? He's managing it for me. Okay. And how comfortable are you managing your own money? Do you have like a, a brokerage account somewhere else or any anything else going on? Yep. I do have a brokerage account, which is about 31000 in it. But before the divorce, my husband, my ex-husband and I managed all of our money together. And then I just made the decision after the divorce to kind of hand some of it over to my cousin because I just wanted kind of a second set of you know eyes and ears on things. And, and that's why I did that. Okay, got it. And is so he's doing the brokerage account also? He's not. No, I mean, okay. I'll ask him advice once in a while, but that's okay. so it's the 200 in the current 401k, 107 in the Roth, the rollover IRA, which is also an annuity, 363,000, and the 31 in the brokerage account. What about money in the bank? Yep, I've got about 11,000 in a high yield savings account, and then another 11,000 in an I bond, which I guess is not in the bank, but close enough. Yeah, have access to it. With the when you purchased the townhouse, how much uh, did you pay for that? Well, I, I've I've owned it for a long time. Um, oh, yeah. So I it's basically almost paid off. I owe like fourteen thousand dollars on it. Oh my god, that's so funny. So fourteen thousand dollar mortgage at some low amount, or what's yes. the yeah okay. two point eight? I think two point six. Okay. No reason like to pay that off. What's it worth? It's worth about three seventy. And you like it? You're going to stay in it? It's too big for me. It, it's a three bedroom, three bath, and I, I don't need that much space. So I think about sometimes, you know, either renting it out or selling it. But yes, I, I like it. 
wait a second. It seems so cheap. Like what are the, what's the, um, like the common expenses you have like some homeowners association or something that you have to pay for. Yep. That's two eighty five. And how are the taxes? Uh, not, not bad. I don't think I, I like paying taxes cause I like driving on roads. <laughs> About two thousand a year, little a little over. Okay, I mean, even though it's big, could you if if you were to rent it, you'd have to live somewhere, and it seems like that would be a very reasonable place for you to live. So, what else is going on that you're concerned about that that you just want us to know as sort of part of the story? Like I said, we were double income, no kids. My husband, uh, ex husband, made made a lot more money than I did. He was the kind of guy who wants to work until he dies and I kind of wanted to retire. You know, I love to volunteer. I love to spend time with family and, and friends, but now I understand that my retirement is probably a lot further off than I originally thought. Um, but I'm wondering, you know, what do you think would be a realistic time for me to be able to retire? Uh, and then secondly, I, I struggle sometimes with, with spending my money. I'm, I'm a pretty big saver. I was in advance of the divorce too, but not to the extent that I am now. So I really have some, I guess, anxiety around spending. Who can blame you? You've gone through a lot. When you look at your savings, or let's look at the other side, what do you think it, you're you're spending every month right now? You know, you've got very low overhead costs with the low mortgage rate, which is going to be gone, I guess, in a couple of years. But so, what do you figure you're you're spending right now on a monthly basis? So, if I'm not having any like you know big expenses, like maybe a trip or, or something like that, I spend about four thousand a month. And add in the other stuff. I mean, like, is that five thousand a month or six thousand a month? What do you think? Yeah, I would say maybe five or six. But um, I just got back from a trip to Alaska. But I, I own a car. I have a car payment right now, which will be paid off in about two years, and that's about eight hundred of it. What What is the uh, interest rate on the car? Oh, low, like point point nine. Okay. So that'll be gone. So gone in two years. That's great. If you look ahead uh, and you know, you're 52, but if you look ahead, is there any pension benefit that you would receive from this current job? No, no, nothing else um, from your ex. You don't have any alimony or anything? Correct. Yeah. Okay. I do have like about $54,000 in an HSA. Oh, that's great. If you look at your social security benefit, right? Let's just like push ourselves ahead here. Let's go into our 60s. Do you happen to know what your full retirement age social security benefit would be? I I looked and I can't remember specifically, but I think it was around like 3000. Does that sound possible? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. What is the ideal time that you would actually want to retire? What's your, what's your guess? Well, after, like I said, after the divorce now, I, I'm thinking I'd like to retire at about 59, you know, when, once I can kind of access some of those retirement accounts. That seems young. Um, well, uh, do you have any parents that you're taking care of? Nope. I, I, I do have parents, but I'm not taking care of them. And they, So they're fine. Parents are fine. Yes. So let's just, I mean, obviously in two years, the car loan is gone. In two years, the har- the mortgage, How much, what's your mortgage payment right now? It's like 500. So, I mean, it's so funny. So it, essentially uh, over the next couple of years, you'll have, it, it's not going to be five to $6,000, right? Because you're going to have $1,300 less because right. the mortgage will be gone and the car loan will be gone, right? Yes. So even if I said six thousand dollars as your, you know, your what your spend is now, it, it, it's not. It's really more like, you know, forty seven hundred. Simple math here is that I would 
prefer, you see, the, you're very close, okay? But I would prefer you continue to put money into your retirement account and keep that going. Now, the current 6% contribution into your 401k, is that a Roth or is it a traditional? I changed it to a Roth based on my cousin's suggestion. Okay. All right. So he had good, or he or she had one good suggestion. You know, I'm not happy about the annuities, but I'm not going to fight you about it because whatever. It's like, it's a done deal. I can't be involved in that. Like, and that's a family dynamic. You're in the 22% tax bracket, mostly with, you know, your moolah. Um, I think that that makes sense for you to use a Roth. You, you said you're saving a lot. What are you saving? Like, how are you directing your savings? Is that the brokerage account or what's happening with that? Yeah, it's mostly to the brokerage account. And then also, you know, my high yield, like it it was down because I spent $6,000 on my cruise and then I built that back up. Mm -hmm. Um, But I really am trying to save $7,000 to fund my IRA this year. But again, mostly through my, well, we have an employee stock purchase plan that I get like a 5% discount off of our stock. Are you using that? Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Can you stop doing that? What is with this market? This is like our second call today where people are doing employee stock purchase plan. I'd rather you put money in your Roth 401k. I really would. And the Roth IRA, you're putting money into this annuity, into this prudential annuity? Well, I haven't decided what I'm going to do with it this year. What I think I was going to do, because I used to have my Roth IRA just through Fidelity. I was thinking this year I would just save that 7000 and just start another one again or, or restart my one through Fidelity. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's what I would do for sure. The savings that you're doing now, once you get, are are you back up where you want to be at this sort of 50 grand-ish level, like between the brokerage, the cash, and the I-bonds? You feel like that's a good number for you? I think so. Do you think so? Yeah, I do. Because, you know, your, your spending isn't that much. So you've got a year in the bank. Here's the issue. If you stop working in seven years, um, we have seven years of contributions, right? And that's fine. But then at that age 59, then you're pulling money out that it, it's going to be tough because you could really plow through this money, the corpus of this money, the the actual amount that you have, say, in let's call it the rollover, the 363000 You know, you could deplete that pretty quickly. My inclination is if you can stand it, at the very least, I would have you hopefully hold your nose work till you're 62, okay? Because also, like, where am I getting my health insurance from? What are you doing if you if you retired 59? Where are you getting health insurance? That's like a problem, right? So um, it's one thing to pay for, oh, I'll pay for a few years before I can qualify for Medicare. But that could really be a huge change in your cash flow to have to pay $1,000 a month for health care, right? So I, I think that 62 is probably more reasonable than ideally what would happen is you would live off of some of that money that has not yet been taxed. So you pull it out a little bit, you know, each year. I don't know at that time, maybe we can get rid of your IRA uh, annuity or maybe annuitize it and get the money out, pay the tax that's due. And then you have that, which is, which is fine. Like we'll live on that for a few years. You have Medicare 65, you claim your social security at 67. And I think you're pretty good. The, what saves you right now in this whole scenario is that your cost of housing is really pretty affordable. I wouldn't go crazy about like selling that, moving around. You got to, you know, the mortgage is going to be done. The the homeowners association isn't that expensive. It might be bigger than what you need, but I don't know. What are you going to pay in rent? Is it going to be that much cheaper than blowing out of this thing? And I don't know. It might be just nice to stay where you are. 
would that be would that be preferable for you to stay where you are? So my, my job now is fully remote, which it, it wasn't pre-COVID. So I do feel like I have some flexibility in terms of, you know, maybe moving to a different, I love Minnesota. I'm not going to leave Minnesota, but maybe a different part of the state or something like that. Okay. I mean, look, if that were something like you said, hey, you know what? I can sell this place for $370,000 and then go buy something or rent something much cheaper. Sure. Then that makes your retirement picture even better to have that extra cash. Do not put any of that money in an annuity if you do that. You bought the annuities when? When you got divorced like a year ago? Yes, exactly. You know, these things have massive fees to get out of. So you can't do anything with them anyway right now. So you're going to hold steady. I think eventually, maybe in five or seven years, you'll like fire your cousin because you'll be able to do it yourself. You won't even say I'm firing you. You'll just say, I'm going to do it myself. I think that that's a pretty good working game plan. Your cash flow is going to look a lot better. You know, you can't spend like crazy. It's funny. You said you're a big saver. I mean, you're just going to feel better in two years when that car loan is gone and when the mortgage is gone. You're just going to feel a lot better. And so you're not going to have to freak out about I'm taking a trip and I have to pay for it. You know, it'll be okay. It'll be fine. But I think that 62 is more realistic and that would be my game plan. And of course, my preference is always uh, to make your numbers work. Working longer is better, but I get it. You've been through a lot. So let's see if we can make this work as is. Are you feeling okay about that as a game plan? Yeah, I feel great. I, I was thinking you might tell me even longer than 62. So I'm, I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> oh God, I should have. It's like the, that's like that funny story in, uh, what's the name? Pretty woman. Like he, she says, he says, I would have paid more. And she goes, I would have taken less. Um, so uh, look, I think you're in good shape and uh, let's see how things roll. And you know what? You're going to have to revisit this anyway. Life changes. So we'll see. What about, um, do you have like documents in place? Like who's inheriting all of this money? Your sibs? Uh, my niece and nephew for the most part. Very nice. Very good. All right. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Any other questions for us? No, this has been wonderful. Thank you both so much. I, I really appreciate it. All right. I appreciate you. And thanks for getting in touch with us. If you are like Heather, transition time, boy, these are big, big issues for folks. Just let us know how we can help you out. Go to the website, jillonmoney.com. Click the contact us button. If you'd like to come on the air, just check that little box. We'll be good to go. And uh, if you need anything else along the way, just remember all these plans, they change. They are flexible. Nothing is in stone. So just know that. Okay. So uh, while you're on the website, check out all the stuff we have, stuff you can spend money on, free stuff. It's all very good. Uh, Lift somebody up, change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.